This is a Fate 52 production. All rights reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. So, hello. Have you babysit for a friend or a relative yet? If you missed the last episode, go back and listen to the awesome tips Dr. Prey shared with us to step up and help with challenging blessings. It was a great episode. But today, I am bringing you a very basic story of how I became a little extra, all because I signed up to volunteer for VBS. It was the year of 2009, the year I became a stay-at-home mom. My little one was for sure a challenging blessing. It was never in the plans for me to quit my job after my baby was born. I love, love, love my job. But you know what they say, God's plans are better than ours. My little blessing had lots of issues with her tummy, lots of colics and lots of crying. So that was very hard. I couldn't leave her with my mom or my mother-in-law all the time. And if I was losing it with all that crying, I can't imagine in a daycare. That was my fear. Basic story short, I had to learn to be a stay-at-home mom. At first, it was pretty hard. It took me a while to get organized. I couldn't believe that it was a lot easier for me to coordinate the safety department at a crane company than figuring out dinner menu for the whole week. (laughs) I know, right? That was my first summer spending it with my 10-year-old and my 1-year-old. Looking for things to do during the summer, I signed up my daughter for BBS. And since they offer childcare and we live 45 minutes away from the church, if you volunteer, I said, why not? I can do four hours without my challenging blessing. Little did I know that that was the beginning of God showing me my calling. I volunteered to help with the crafts. I prepared the materials for the classroom about 500 baggies. Here comes the little extra. My oldest was having an amazing time. My youngest was super well taken care of. And the bonus is that I was learning so much about Jesus. So that was it. From there, I've done BBS in all kinds of ways. Volunteering, organizing it, training, participating, translating, you name it. The first church we did VBS was Second Baptist Church, which is a very well known for the excellence and over-the-top shows they put on uh, for the VBS, such as magnificent events. I mean, the costumes and the music, the sound, the lights, it's really cool. Thousands of children attend every year. The lead pastor, Dr. Ed Young, has a special heart for VBS since he was saved as a child during one. He knows the value of making an unforgettable event for the children and the leaders. Most BBS are a week long, and you would think that that's not a long time. But something incredible happens that brings people together during those four or five short days. As a result, I've made long-lasting friendships. 
The kids have learned amazing Bible stories, and it's just amazing to witness the pure and innocent receiving the gift of salvation. It's so exciting. I would say that about 10 years into being involved in the church, my dream was one day to run a BBS. And guess what? I did. It was such a learning and wonderful experience, as well as long working hours, but everything was worth it. Have you ever participated in one? If you haven't, I strongly recommend you do it. There is a place for everyone. It is so much fun. One year, I even signed up to serve in different churches during that summer. Now that I don't have little ones, I look forward to volunteering with my teenager. Here's the extra story. My church was not able to hold one this year since they are expanding the building and soon starting construction, which got me to think, we should have some options to keep the tradition and give the opportunity for the kiddos in our communities to have fun and maybe even learn about God and Jesus for the first time. Thankfully, I got friends. My friend, Pastor Angie Yui, came up with this amazing idea. At her church, Two Rivers in Knoxville, Tennessee, they don't bring the kids to BBS. They take BBS to the children. How wonderful is that? I asked her to join the Basic Thursday Talk and share a little bit about how it works and how everyone can do it. But wait, there's more. I got a bonus episode. The amazing Leanne Walk added to the fun with her experience and ideas. Watch the entire episodes on my YouTube channel. So here there are, a little bit of the conversations with Angie and Leanne. Enjoy. Today we're in for a treat because I have a friend um, coming over and talk to us about fun things can we do with our children this summer. If you are like me, I might be a little bit blocked on like, what do we do? We want to get, you know, I don't have all the resources. I don't have the time because I work now. So I want to take advantage of summer and do something with children and not just my children, but um, children in my community. So I invited an expert to talk to us today about how to do a fun backyard VBS. And for those that are not familiar with the word VBS, it's a vacation Bible school. So how can we integrate fun with the word of God? And um, after this friend invited me to think about that, it's like, oh, wait a minute, we can do it in our backyard. Let's, let's talk about this. So without any further ado, here's um, a little bit about my guest today. Angie, Angie Huey, she is, has been married for over 25 years and has three kids. She has been volunteering in children's ministry for over 20 years and was calling to vocational ministry 11 years ago. I'm so proud of her because she just finished a new certification. She oversees three campuses by empowering her leaders and her team at um, Two Rivers Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. So without any further ado, here is my sweet, sweet friend, Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for agreeing to be here and do this very casual talk. So I'm going to give you the stage and tell us a little bit first about um, more in depth of what you do and who you are. So we actually don't call it Vacation Bible School. We call it the very best summer um, because we want it to be the very best summer and we want it to be the very best summer for our kids in our church, our families in our church, and then just the community in general. So um, our backyard VBS actually started when everything else kind of started and really pivoted that word during COVID. So we used to run a traditional, um, what we would call family camp instead of VBS because we at Two Rivers, our desire is to come alongside parents for parents to be the primary disciple maker of their kids and ways that we can do that is providing events and resources for parents and kids to do together for grandparents and kids to do together. Um, but then the whole world shut down. And so we thought, how can we still do this? How can we still do it super intentionally? So we just would pack up boxes for these parents and grandparents to do their VBS at home with their kids. And they loved it and they engaged with it and they sent us some pictures and it was so much fun. So we decided, let's do this. Let's capitalize on it and let's take the gospel to the communities because it's so much easier to invite somebody to your backyard, to invite somebody to your church, especially in a world of church hurt. So Mm -hmm. Let's give them this and let them do it. You know, sorrow, time, something so beautiful was born, right? So um, you and our our friends in our friend group, we always talk about the beauty from uh, ashes that, you know, Jesus Christ always brings. And I see that happening here. And I think it's such a neat concept for not just the the churches to adopt, but for the families, like you said, empowering grandparents and uncles and aunts and just anybody in a neighborhood to say like, hey, wait a minute, I have a backyard, you know, a big backyard. What can I do to um, get to know my neighbors and, and just it helped them out, you know, and it's, it's not like you have them all day and it, you have to spend a lot of money, right? So can you talk to us a little bit about who can do the BBS backyard and where do we start? How, what, what will we do if there is not a church like yours yet in our area that is not um, familiarized with with this concept? Um, there's a phrase where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. So, and if you build it, they will come. And we are so seeing that. And so one thing that I think that you can really do is just say large scale crafts, games. It's just incredible time to have fun. And the games is what draws those kids. So if you do like an hour worth of games and mm -hmm. 10 minutes of Bible, you're having fun with those kids. So then they're going to, they're going to trust you in order to hear what you have to say. How does this look like in somebody's front yard? Like how, you know, depending, I know the curriculum, right? Like for people that are not like in the ministry environment, even seeing some people doing it at the park and they open it up to the whole, you know, subdivision. People have rented clubhouses and done it in their neighborhood so that they can 
accommodate a bigger group than what can fit in their backyard. How can we recruit, invite, um, sell the idea to other adults and, uh, and to get volunteers to do this? So when we um, really leaned into this, we teamed up with uh, our student ministry mm -hmm. and our church. And it, it was a beautiful melding. We teamed up with um, our student ministry and wanted to blend those two ministries and kind of break mm -hmm. down some of those silos, but also empower these students to step into getting some leadership skills. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so they are actually leading the Bible stories. They are leading the games. They're, you know, leading the small groups and it's beautiful. And then we also have, um, our retired ministry is called our encore ministry. Mm -hmm. So then we have some older people that are also coming. So it's this incredible intergenerational ministry that is happening and the relationships that are built. Mm -hmm. They were going to church together after VBS. They're going to lunches continuing. And, and some of them, they're like, they are all in it and they're doing it again this year. But in order to even start that recruiting process, mm -hmm. I believe it's just praying, Jesus, who are you going to bring? Yeah. Who do you want to bring to step into what you are doing and literally be the hands and feet to go and take this good news to the communities? So whether it's reaching out to maybe some of your high schoolers in mm -hmm. your community, those that are looking for service project opportunities, they're wanting to start building their resumes in order for college applications. You've got some people that are needing service hours. So you have people around that definitely want to do that. Maybe even talking to some of your... I love that concept as well, because you're not just going to minister to the children that will come to your, you know, your events, but... It's also ministering to the youth and to the uh, older generations, you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is a win-win situation from every angle you look at it. Mm. So, okay, so we talk about letting people know, inviting kids, basically. We have or in, in our neighborhood a Facebook group and we have a next-door neighbor app and all that kind of stuff where announced blues dogs. <laughs> <laughs> in the neighborhood or like oh watch out there's a you know any any kind of thing so the other yeah. day they some a neighbor posted a pig a pig was loose in our neighborhood yes, that's incredible <laughs> yeah so um we can use this kind of um tools right to also promote it and invite and and uh, recruit i think and also like the great point and i i was just as you were um, describing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, like a bunch of my daughter's friends need service hours. Mm -hmm. Just take those those kids and and empower them as well with the leadership, you know, skills and all that kind of stuff. So it's great all the way around. Now, my next question is also where I think that people might be like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't, you know, I don't have children, so I don't have toys anymore. Like where and how can we gather supplies? How, or can we ask for donations or what are some ideas that you can give us to what is needed to do this in a physical form? That is a fantastic question because um, we used a different curriculum last year than we did this year. 
And mm-hmm. so some of that is actually dependent on the curriculum that you use. Okay. However, most curriculum supplies can be very minimal. Mm-hmm. And most of them you can pick up at Dollar Tree. Well, I, it's now a dollar twenty-five, but you know what I'm yeah. saying, so, <laughs> right? Um, Amazon, Walmart. I mean, you're talking about popsicle stick beads, string. Because you're this particular year, it's called Ready Set Move, and a lot of our crafts are. Um, you're making some necklaces. You're painting some rocks, and then you're going and hiding those rocks in the in the park for other people to find and you're we're making some other different really fun crafts but it's not really supply heavy because we want to make it super accessible and super doable and you want to make it doable for a family to do a small church to do a large church to do and what's really cool is with most curriculums they are going to give you like five different crafts to pick from you don't have to do them all so right. you can do one that's really heavy or really light. And, and they're also super age specific. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's a little, a little people track and then there's a big people track. Started to talk advertising and letting people know that you're doing it. The thing that we have found that's been really helpful is we just made yard signs. So each of our host homes that are doing it have a couple of yard signs in their subdivision and um, taking a page from Anna's technology. Uh, we did a little QR code that's on the yard sign. So somebody can just snap a picture of that. And so we talk about supplies. We talk about the volunteers. Let's talk a little bit about if you have a husband like mine, that it's all about safety and security. He'll be like, well, we don't have a fence. We don't know that. What is the liability? And he would do we, our insurance covers this and that. Like, what are some things in, to take into consideration as far as safety and security, when you do that, we don't know what God is going to do, right? But um, shall we cap the limit of children that we can take in or how how do we gauge that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so logistically, if you are doing this and you're, you're just wanting to do this in your neighborhood, what I would highly recommend is... You keep everything outside. You keep everything in the front yard as much as possible. So it is visible for everybody. If logistically, if a little three-year-old needs to use your restroom, um, you make sure that their parent is the one that's taking them inside to go and use the restroom. One thing that we do is we set cones around the perimeter to kind of make that look like a barrier for um, the kids to stay in this in this front yard area. Um, mm-hmm. But we also, when somebody registers to come to ours, we are saying in the registration, in the follow-up registration, this is for parent and child to come together, grandparent and child mm-hmm. to come together. So those are extra adults. Those are extra eyes that are on all of these kids. So that also helps with the liability because a parent or a grandparent is is supposed to be there at all times. The extra bonus to that is that's allowing more friendships and community to happen as well. Hello, hello, good afternoon, good morning. If you're in the other side of the world, how are you friends? Anna Zugeri here today on a Friday. I know this is unusual for the live streaming because it happens on Thursdays 
And hopefully you um, were in the live yesterday and learned a lot from Angie Huey, you know, the pastor from Two River Church. I thought like, well, we need a bonus episode today to kind of add on to all the fun stuff that she shared with us. And who better than another super sweet friend of mine and an expert on curriculum, because I think it's important that we touch on that um, subject today. So without any further ado, and you probably know her from previous stream, and I hope you know her if you're in the children's ministry community. Here's my friend, Leanne What? Thank you. I'm here. Yay. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are very welcome. Thank you so much, friend, for being here today. Uh, so I'm the founder of Handle with Care Ministries, and I um, love to partner with churches to provide training, support, and care for children's ministry leaders and their church families. So I write uh, curriculum and I uh and do workshops and breakouts. And I just love on children's ministry leaders because I just think they are the most amazing people in the whole wide world. <laughs> so that's what I do. Yes. And you do it so well. So thank you so much again for being here. And Angie was telling us yesterday about the fun that we can create in our own front yards or backyards, if you would, with our neighborhood friends at parks and everywhere. We are taking literally the church outside the church. And to me, that is my passion that is so um, needed and it's super fun. But where I invite people to do uh, that, I think we we get stuck or we get a little nervous about like, well, I'm not a children's ministry leader or I've never done that. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's talk grandmas and, you know, first time moms, like how can they implement a curriculum? And I think that you are amazing are putting curriculum like like this that is simple but effective what i learned through the years is that we did something called family encounters at parks and we ended up having the families come together and participate and um you asked you you mentioned like about curriculum and here's here's my tip for you guys we just need god's word like yeah you have Here a know <laughs> right like you don't that's your curriculum right like yeah. just pick up a passage or as anything that speaks to you and use that right yeah, yeah. like and that's what that we do Anna right like that's that's a big yeah. part of how you went out into the neighborhood right Exactly, exactly. Can you tell us basically what that is, just in case that we have some yeah. people here that have never heard of that? Yeah, that's that's okay. so interesting, right? We talk about curriculum a lot in kids' ministry, so we just make an assumption <laughs> that, that everybody, everybody knows. knows. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I would define it as uh, your your content, that your teaching. Uh, and I mean, we're looking for what God's word says and then how to make it relevant to the kids. And normally it has a theme kind of from start to finish of, of some flow that that uh, you're trying to teach. So maybe you decide you're going to do fruit of the spirit. And so Galatians is your text. And then you're going to go through 
all nine fruit of the spirit and you're going to use real fruit and that's what you'll serve as a snack. And I mean, I'm sure mm -hmm. Emma, the, the, there's people listening right now, like you're saying some moms or dads or grandmas or grandpas or aunties and uncles. And they're, I am someone who loves props. Like I've used lots and lots of props yeah. over the years, but mm -hmm. I've learned to scale it down. So mm -hmm. it's not quite so much. And mm -hmm just picking things that are going to be really, really effective. And you can't go wrong if you're doing fruit of the spirit, but you're using real fruit. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. An orange, some grapes. It just to me, that's one of the biggest things Like have this simplicity. I do something called the house rules, which is, um, you know, lots of people kind of want to make sure that all the kids understand what, what we're yeah. doing here and mm -hmm. that we should respect and be kind to one another. So, um, if, if people need something, you can let me know. I'll give you my, my house rules. Yeah. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, uh, and then I think it's best to, uh, like have them up doing activity and then they can sit for about 10 minutes and you focus on the teaching at that point and then you get them up and you do a fun song or activity and then they can sit down again. So I mean, for some people, that's a lot of up and down, up and down, but you're going to captivate them a lot better if, if they are having short times of sitting and listening mm -hmm. and they can do it. Like there's, they can sit 10, 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> pretty good, yeah. but then you got to get up and you got to get moving and, and to have interactive things for them to do. So again, I, it's funny that we're talking about fruit of the spirit, but it's a great one for summer because yeah. the fruit is right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so they're actually tasting and eating and just being part of, of um, experiencing, Ooh, like fruit of the spirit. It tastes good. And it's, um, it's nourishing and uh, you could just pull so much out of the fruit of the spirit. Right. And then, so I like apples and like bananas. <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> I like non-messy crafts. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if we can have a sidewalk and paint with brushes and water, mm -hmm. how fun is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, Yes. I really simple. Um, I'm I'm just not a big messy craft person. Right. Um, and I also like I I I'm sure I've talked about my I like to have a theme and then make you kind of have to have some things that you can hold and show. And so again, lap books. I'm I know it's kind of hard to get the whole picture here, but lap books open up and you can use this one. as Visual. This is a declaration mm -hmm. uh, with heart to heart prayer. Um, this one I do with the armor of God cheer. And that's, mm. you know, I, I think having that kind of visual um, is really actually important. Yeah. And, uh, and then ending with like a, a kind of a, um, like a solid ending. Mm -hmm. And then I do like okay, let's do really fun games and running around and screaming. And <laughs> right. But I kind of wait. They control the it, uh, chaos, right? Yeah, control <laughs> chaos, completely. <laughs> right. 
So, um, yeah, you know what, and you're going to know what works for you the best. And I think that's really important to like customize Mm -hmm. what you do for your church, your neighborhood, because you know when mm. it's going to work. And it, it occurs to me, like, also, one of the things that I did when I was doing, um, you know, uh, I call it sidewalk ministry. It yeah. was after BVS, there were the bigger churches have leftover material, but they were mm-hmm. not able to use it again, because it wasn't, it was leftover, but it wasn't enough for the numbers that they had. So yeah. they, I went and grabbed it and used it in in my ministry because I never knew how many kids I was going to get every time. So I had, you know, different coloring pages and I just, okay, well, the little ones can sit over here and the older ones over here and using it from David's mm-hmm. story and this one from Moses and it doesn't matter, right? Like it was just material that I could repurpose or use. So yeah. Um, and and that is so good, Anna, because let's be honest, are they ever going to use those materials? Like really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. And they're right. all of a sudden they'll purge the resource room and it just gets thrown out. So exactly. Uh, if you yeah. could have a partnership with one or two churches that they know that you're going to be going to do something in the summer and then mm-hmm. someone like you Anna, you know, you're creative and you go, "Okay, so I have these coloring pages. How am I going to put this together yeah. and tell the stories um and you know, ultimately we're we're telling them the story of Jesus like right Right. You know, that's our main goal, right? Yeah. And I just thought about it because my husband was cleaning the garage a few weeks ago and he was like, oh, do we still need this? It's a big bucket that I have with broken crayons because mm-hmm. what I was doing is I was peeling, you know, the paper out of the crayons and then using like molds like uh, for cookies and or cupcakes and melting all those little pieces of crayons and we'll make like a toddler crayon, you know, for That's great. those to use. And, you know, my daughter's school, the kids collected all the broken crayons and gave them to me in a bucket. So the bucket's still there. I have a lot yeah. of crayons to peel. <laughs> use, but that's another idea right there, right? The curriculum, if I do it, I'm definitely going to use Leanne's curriculum because (laughs) I love it. I've seen it. I've tested it. And it's so wonderful. And I don't need to think. (laughs) I don't like to think. (laughs) um, Can you tell us about this particular? And and I know you have several, but um, the one about um, the race, I can't remember the name of it. Roman's Road Race. Yeah. It's one of my favorites and you brought some pictures, right? So I, I did. Yeah. So just to clarify once again, so my kids encounters are, are six lessons or sessions that are meant for either Sunday mornings, or they could be used as a midweek, or they could be a weekend experience. So they're much more than, than, um, they're much more material than you actually need for going you know, to the backyards and things like that. Um, However, they could be totally used for that too. And that's why I say like, if you use them, so if if you're even just thinking ahead for, okay, 
and this coming year, I'm going to have a racing theme and I could use the Romans road race and I could use the armored car and racing gear and, you know, a couple of others. And then again, you pick and choose. So in the summer, you've already actually figured out what you're going to do for the summer so that it's not so stressful. That's kind of my thing. Why why stress about it? (laughs) And and it's like you said, it, it can be tailored for any kind of churches or backyard ministry or sidewalk or you name it. I love it for small, medium, or church or large churches too. So keep the supplies simple. And then we did bring a few extra, I guess you could call them kits or something Mm -hmm. um, because uh, because we were not in a backyard, we were actually at the splash park or we were just at a, you know, another park in our area and they, um, we would have kids or families like come and say, Oh, what, like, what are you doing? Could we, could we be part of it? So we were prepared with that, but okay. we had to have people come and it's a win-win situation from every side, I think. So yeah, I love sure. that. This is reminding me now, one of those ladies mm-hmm. in the, in the picture there, um, she had brought her grandchildren and some foster children that she has. And then they were leaving and the neighbor boy said, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're going to this thing. And so they said, do you want to come with? So she got permission from the the parent across the street. And um, that little boy gave his life to Jesus that day. What? Uh, no, and that that's what it's all about. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's basic with maybe just yeah. a little extra, right? Yes. <laughs> So what great ideas did you get out of this conversation? I hope you got encouraged to grab a few supplies and invite the kiddos on your family, your street, or even your neighborhood. Backyard fun is an amazing way to show children how to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him. Don't forget to join the live conversation every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook or YouTube. And you know what? It's also fun to share and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. And if you would like to start your own podcast live stream or help on how to create content for your ministry or business, check out faith52.com. Send me an email or leave a comment. May the Lord bless you and show you clearly how to serve the kiddos around you. This episode is brought to you by Handle with Care Ministries. Find the perfect curriculum to do your own backyard fun. Visit handlewithcareministries.com.